Totally Not Unhealthy podcast, episode number five. This one, a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to give a full preface right now, just about the episode, kind of where my mentality and headspace was going into the episode, how that changed during the recording, um, and then reflecting afterwards, kind of what I realized about everything and my perceptions on the entire situation now. So a little bit different, a little bit interesting. Um, Anyways, this is a podcast where I sat down with a good friend and we talked about, you know, how your environment affects you, how it shapes you. We also talked about the fact that we used to see one another. Um, Never officially dating, but we did see one another, tried to for a little bit before ending it, and then had a brief situationship. So we talk about, you know, how that fits into someone's life if one or both individuals is now seeing another person. So for example, I'm in a healthy relationship. We talk about everything, very transparent, open and honest with one another. Obviously, you know, I have a friend that I've once slept with that's very understandably a little uncomfortable. Now, I see this as a genuine friendship I would never do anything to jeopardize my relationship with my person, so I don't see an issue here, and I really respected and appreciated the fact that, you know, she had no problem with me, you know, doing this podcast episode, hanging out with this friend, you know, not severing that friendship strictly because of the past, because I know for some people, that would be, you know, kind of a a boundary or no go for them so end of the day the takeaway here is your life your relationships everything is going to be very specific to you so long as you know you're transparent you're genuine and you're honest with yourself and the people that you engage with i think it's up to you and those people to define what that looks like for you so without further ado i'll just get into the episode and yeah, enjoy. Wow. So I hit record right as you did that. So that's exactly how this podcast is going to start. So what a way to start. That's the perfect intro. Mm-hmm. After you have a sip of water, why don't you give everyone just a brief intro into you and your life? Oh, I don't well, However like you that. want to spin it. A brief intro? Sure. Who are you? Fuck, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think you are? (laughs) A very sarcastic human being. That's who I think I am. I would agree. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) How do you think... Why are you this way? (laughs) We're not going to dive that deep into it. No. 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 Okay. No. I don't know. Very fun, easygoing person. Okay. I guess not very fun. I'm just mediocre fun. Why are you talking shit? To yourself right I off always the bat. do you know because I feel like that was like our first encounter you beefing yourself or me absolutely roasting me or both yeah yeah I think I did both yeah absolutely mm-hmm. there was one point I was like homegirl why don't you fucking chill a little bit <laughs> <laughs> just for yourself first and foremost and then I was Bruh. like 
there, there is a line, and sometimes you like to see how far you can fucking blast through it like a goddamn psychopath. Hey, you don't gotta call me out like that, but oh. for that's actually fair. Yeah, I do that at work a lot, especially to my managers. Okay, what do you do for work? Server. Yeah. I work at a bar downtown in Edmonton. Nice. Which is very fun. It's my favorite job so far. I'm very happy to hear it. Thank you. So you just blast over the fucking line with everyone there? 100%. What's the most 100%. thing that you've done so far? I don't even know if I can really keep count of the amount of shit that I do <laughs> or shit that I say. Yeah. But it's working well for you. It is, yeah. My managers definitely get my sense of humor, so See? it's been sweet. It's That's been good. a lot of fun. Okay, you think if it was two thousand three and you pulled this shit, do you think it would go over well? One hundred percent. Oh, so this. I feel like I'm timeless. like walking on eggshells a little bit in this time because oh. everyone is so sensitive, but my managers are just that sweet where they can take <laughs> it and dish it back. <laughs> <laughs> and the customers are like, "Yeah, this is fucking what's up." <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like. Especially being there, I can definitely be myself and be myself with the customers and the amount of times that I've heard that it's like a breath of fresh air and they're not just being served by someone who's like almost like a robot. Exactly. So it's nice. They're like, please stay the way that you are. And it's just been very nice to hear, you know, because it's like you didn't really hear it a whole lot over the last few years. But now it's like people are actually appreciating you for you. It's a really good feeling. So hold up. You hmm. think that, did that change just because you moved to this new location or because maybe people had more of a stick up their ass in years prior? Why I think, think it could be both. I think I wasn't really appreciated as a friend or as like a worker when I worked at Brew House for like three years. Yeah. You know, I was very taken advantage of as well when I worked there and it just kind of like put a damper on things for me so I guess like COVID was kind of like a blessing in disguise for me once we went through the first quarantine because then I realized like how unhappy I truly was like I quit three days after the first quarantine ended and it was on my birthday at work and I walked out and I was done yeah you're like fuck it bitch bye yeah that's good so it was just yeah it was no bueno still on great terms with like those old managers and stuff like that like we I don't know, had a conversation, I guess. Yeah. And then at local, it was definitely appreciated, but it's a little bit more, you know, like, don't be super weird, but you can be kind of weird. I mean, so I definitely pushed those boundaries a little bit. you were being inhibited and like, there was a veil over your brew house and then that kind of came back a little bit more at local. Yeah. And now it's like. And now it's like complete free flow at home and away. It's sweet. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, it's fucking and sweet. everyone loves it. Yeah, 100%. So that's a word. I mean, they better love it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically speaking, that is the energy that we all need. Wow. Yeah. Some context is obviously important, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Your mouth looked like a butthole. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should put context out there that I love butts, so... I don't know. Oh, you want to transition to that? Okay. So. No, are we are we going to talk about that now? We can get in anything. Fuck. Sky's the limit. So, pivoting there. Oh, okay. COVID was a blessing for you. You yes. were at Brew House. It was kind of ass. Yes. You didn't really get to be yourself. Then you went to local, and it was better. Not awesome, but better. And yeah. then, now you're at home and away, and you're loving life, and you get to be you, and you're thriving. 100%. Like, I didn't think that I could be as happy as I am 
working somewhere until like Home and Away like came That's along. Good. So I'd love to hear it. Yeah. We're gonna pivot into how you like butts. <laughs> Is that what's happening? We're demonstrating <laughs> just how fucking strange you are, so the people listening really, you know, it's like they're being served by you at Home and Away. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I really bring up. No, I do talk about butts quite a bit at work. See? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It just makes sense. Well, is, is that how you fell into your situationship at work? Because... Because of butts? <laughs> because you're no. you're talking about butts? <clears throat> no, that was actually just like... I guess like a... F not really a fluke. It was kind of something that like you kind of knew was going to happen once you saw that other person. Mm -hmm. And then... Because, yeah, on the day of orientation when I went in to work... Yeah. I was looking around and scanning everyone in the room and I was like, who am I going to sleep with? And then I was looking <laughs> around and I was like, there's really no one here that's like really my type. But like, to be fair, I don't really have a type. It was just no one that I was like so physically attracted to at first. You, you definitely don't abide by the like shit where you eat rule. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I think, no, no, pretty much every serving job I've had, I've definitely slept with a coworker. And how has that worked typically for you? Brew house, it was like all, it was like decent at first. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was pretty good. Like we managed ourselves really well, but like once I got into a relationship and that ended really bad and then how it ended up turning out, that wasn't good. That is usually yeah. why people do not like to shit But then I did do it again at local. You're like, oh, and let's, honestly, let's see if I can do this better. It wasn't even that bad. To be fair, it was very, very fucked up. The night that it happened, because we all went out drinking. It was just a one-off. It was just like, yeah, like I never wanted to sleep with him, but it was just like, yeah, I'm fucked up. I'm ready. Like, let's go. Because I'm always like, that's my mood usually when I'm drunk is like, I'm down for anything. Let's go. <laughs> so well, like, I feel like most people <clears throat> get drunk. Inhibitions are down. That's kind of yeah, typically how it goes. Yeah, and like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, we were we were homies. We were very close friends. So whatever. But like, he definitely tried to like get it to happen again. And I was like, no, dude. I was like, one and done. It's never not gonna happen. So that's an interesting dynamic because you got it backwards. Usually, most people are like, wow, men can do the <clears throat> thing where we have sex and then you know won't get emotionally attached. And meanwhile, you're out here stone cold, and you got a lover boy that's <laughs> like, hey, hey, I want and need you. <laughs> Is that, is that, is that what about can right I say? Everybody wants me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Pretty much. And then it turned into some sort of atrocity. At local? No, it didn't. We just oh. stayed homies. Oh, well, that's good. Sorry, yeah. I thought that's what you said. No, yeah, no. At brew house, it was like no bueno. But at local, we still like remain so friends and stuff like that. Third time's the charm then with the new job? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I guess so, just taking it day by day, but it's yeah. definitely, like, another new situation that I've never really been in or yeah. experienced. Why is it different? Like, I'm with this person who, at first, clearly did not know what they wanted mm -hmm. and made it clear to me that we weren't going to become anything, and then the head game started. 
Because I was fine just being stone cold Steve Austin, like I'm cool. Yeah. And then they expressed their feelings and then I got all sorts of confused. And then it was just kind of like back and forth head games, but it was just always him playing head games with me. Yeah. So yeah, I think I even told you about that one conversation that we had where I was just kind of like, all right, what is going on? Like, I don't know if you want me. Like, do you want me? Do you not want me? Like, I want to make a move, but then I don't want to make a move because mm -hmm. I just don't know where your head is at. And then, yeah, after that last conversation that we had, yeah. he had then admitted that things are different and that he would possibly like to see where things go. And it's just nice because also like this person has remained sober for the last few weeks, which I've definitely seen like a major improvement in their just overall well-being. And so it's just been nice, you know, someone who like actively goes to therapy, who's actually taking care of themselves, who's, yeah. you know, trying to be this like a better version of themselves. So it's just nice being in a situation like that, which I haven't really experienced. And in like a work environment, yeah. you know? Sounds good. And yeah. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Would you say that, well, it kind of sounds like he was in a little bit of a spiral when you guys? A little bit, yeah. Because yeah. he was definitely drinking a lot more because obviously lots of people tend to experience like the FOMO. Yeah, while you're in the service and industry. Exactly. You're out and you're seeing everyone losing their shit every single night. Exactly. So it's hard to like not get into it, especially when you're starting at a new job and it's like everybody wants to go out and you want to go and socialize. Like I've been there, mm -hmm. you know? And so like I understood, which is also kind of like at that time, I kept saying, I'm going to end it, whatever, like I'm over this. But then just somehow, I don't know, I just kind of stuck with it because we had conversations mm -hmm. about what was going on and now yeah the last like few weeks have been really good that's good mm -hmm. happy to hear it thank you so, like you said taking it day by day mm -hmm. but is there any envisioning at all where you're like hmm it'd be cool if it went this way or that way or is it literally just like nope, well like I've safe. I've started to like notice little things that have been happening since we had our last talk mm -hmm. and it's just been nice he's definitely been more affectionate towards me and it's like it increases each time we hang out um mm, i don't know i can't really remember where i was going with this now that's totally fine okay i'm curious then now oh because, oh now sorry. i remember okay no i don't really daydream about anything i don't <laughs> that's like good. i don't like to think of where or like what it could be i'd rather just like embrace the moment yeah. and like that's why taking it day by day is so important because it's like you don't want to focus on what it could be because in actuality that's not reality 100 and then you're not experiencing like the true life moment and i think there's a lot of potentiality for fucking things up or making mm -hmm. problems if you're wearing mm -hmm. your rose-colored glasses or living in a fairy tale exactly fair enough because that situation isn't real and you have to remind yourself like that's not facts those are just your thoughts mm -hmm. like that's not props. real life i'll give you props for that because that's what most people do mm -hmm. all the time yeah because i mean it is important to know what you want but mm -hmm. at the same time you can't get lost in that because yeah. when you do like you said 
it's not here it's not now it's not present in your fuck yeah well i also feel like it also has something to do with like your mental state and how your mental health is at that moment like if i were to do this maybe like a few months ago when i wasn't living on my own there's no way that i could see this working out because i wasn't in a good mental state they mm. probably weren't in a good mental state either yeah. And like, I don't know, for me living downtown on my own with my dog at this new job where I'm so happy, like even before I started my new job and living downtown, I was already yeah. in such a better state mentally because mm -hmm. it's just like me, my own space. I'm focusing on myself, figuring out what I need to do. And it's just been good. It's been working out really nice. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's huge. Mm -hmm. I get it. I understand. Yeah. But even like I love living with Katie. Mm -hmm. It's great. But yeah. At the same time, I'm kind of a little bit of a weirdo. Mm -hmm. I'm a little OCD and a bit of a perfectionist. Like mm -hmm. when I lived alone, my place was pretty much spotless. Yeah. And I lived like a typical dude and only use like one plate or bowl for everything. And yeah. I wash with water right after. And so now <laughs> I'm kind of a weirdo in a sense where I'm like, I'll be like, Katie, what the fuck is this thing doing over here? Like mm -hmm. just playfully because I don't need to go in. I don't really care too much. But. It's that little thing where just over time, like, you become your environment mm -hmm. and it takes a toll on you and mm -hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, with this new environment that I've, like, essentially created for myself and for my dog, it's just worked out for the best and it's just been, un it's just been going so well. Peaceful? It's, yes. Very peaceful. Huh. That's, I... Except for this right there. The that dog. face. The dog. Well, she's obsessed with you. I know. <laughs> Just for everyone that can't get a visual, uh, Paige has a dog that's literally obsessed with her to the point where if she was a human, she would probably kill her and wear her skin. Just to paint a picture. You're the love probably is real. right. Like, I have to hold her face <laughs> while she's standing in front of me as she stares into my eyes. Yeah, that's what's happening like, right now, ladies and gentlemen. Can't even go to the bathroom without shutting... Like, I can't shut the door or she'll, like... Like, Screen. potentially, in the timeline probably checks out, this is likely Ted Bundy in a dog's body. <laughs> oh, God, probably. <laughs> and now this makes so much more sense when you're in the bathroom and she's just staring at you. Yeah, she literally opens the shower curtain and watches. Yeah. And I'm like, can I have some alone time, please? Okay, so, in the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. life is going so much better. You have mm -hmm. your own space, your own peace now. Yep. The only potential problem is the ten Ted Bundy reincarnate that's planning to kill you, but... You're probably going to be <clears throat> safe because she doesn't have hands. Yeah, thank God. That's I mean, good. she does have teeth, but she's never bit me, so I think we're fine. That's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, ha I'm happy. Happy, happy. that's the case. I'm happy for you. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, mm -hmm. I want to touch on this a little bit because, I mean, we were talking about it earlier tonight. Um, obviously, I'm in a relationship now. Mm -hmm. And... The fact, well, context for everyone else, um, what our relationship was prior, like we tried seeing one another for just over like a month. Um, no, we were like together for at least like a couple months, for sure. Okay, a couple months, got yeah. to a point where, well, it wasn't immediate, but... It was definitely like we were realizing that things weren't working out together. Yeah. And I feel like we did have a lot of miscommunication. I would agree. And... You know, I was just realizing that I wasn't in the best mental state for this relationship and yeah. you had stuff that you also had to work on as well. Mm -hmm. And it was just time that you and I put ourselves first 100%. and focus on ourselves before we 100%. move forward with anything else, whether that's 
whether like that could have been like us getting back together or us moving on. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. And then, yeah, we kind of took space, time apart. Mm -hmm. um, still stayed in one another's lives. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of a situationship, and then I was in a different city. Mm -hmm. um, kind of just living our own lives, chatting once in a blue moon here and there, sending mm -hmm. memes, mostly. Um, mostly the memes, yeah. yeah the odd just, phone call here just, and there. Just memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it was nice just like having um, a friend to bullshit with and laugh at things. Uh, because I think regardless of everything that played out at the basis of the entire relationship was mm -hmm. like a genuine friendship. A hundred percent. We even spoke about that too when we did have our conversation, when we were agreeing that we were going to split mm -hmm. because you and I both were like pretty much on the same page with that. We were like, this is not working out for the both of us. Yeah. No, I can't remember. Oh yeah, no, we like both agreed that we had such a good friendship and such like this connection and a bond where we even stated we're like no matter what like i still want you in my life mm -hmm. as a friend because we just got along so well true. right off the bat and Very you true. would even say all the time we're like i feel like we've met before Correct. we were weirdly comfortable oh, and you laughed at me because you're like oh you're that fucking nerd with rocks in your window you're like oh great here we go <laughs> i'm like yeah that's me bitch <laughs> i know i was like fuck what am i getting myself into right now but I feel like I would just say it to get you to shut up, though. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit that now. But there were times where you'd be talking, and I was like, yeah, totally. And I was like, just shut the fuck up. Healthy. Okay, but why? <laughs> why? I, if you honestly, agree now. Honestly, like, I can't even really remember what we were talking about at the time. But I just, like, I don't know. I think... Maybe we were baked or something. Maybe it was one of those times, but it was just like, it was a mild rant. And I was like, hey, I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. A this. mild Okay. <laughs> or Let, maybe we were it. having like what? an argument. I can't remember what it was about though, because it was so long ago. And I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. Jesus so Christ. I can't tell you what it was about, but okay. I just remember agreeing with you to get used zip your lip healthy <laughs> yeah which is healthy. why that's probably one of the reasons why it was best that we split jesus christ <laughs> this bitch out here so the takeaway being um yeah you're right and i agree with you there was definitely something there very familiar like i knew you but it scared the fuck out of me so much at the time i was like shut the fuck up you piece of shit i don't want to hear about this to a degree <laughs> care to elaborate on that <laughs> um, I think like the only reason like the only times that I would want you to shut up is like because clearly it's in some things that we would speak about we clearly had two different perspectives For or like sure. two different points of view absolutely and two completely different like beliefs almost like I am very open yeah. and I will hear like kind of everyone's side and yeah. like whatever like I lean to it <laughs> yeah but to be fair Sometimes even like maybe I was interested in what you were saying. I just automatically kind of like tune out for a sec and zone out and I'm like, oh fuck. I've witnessed and this I a just, lot, yeah. Yeah, I tend to do it a lot. Just completely gone. Yeah. Yeah. Does that happen at work? Mm, maybe when my managers are talking to me once in a oh. while. So you're but good maybe. and you're on. It's just like when you're interacting with people and you're like, fuck this shit, you're like, I'm out. 
Well, yeah, like, when I'm, like, at work, <laughs> I'm on, like, work mode. Like, still page, but, like, work. So it's, Girl. like, I'm focused, I'm on it, and I repeat orders back to myself so I can actually remember and that I know what they're saying. Okay. So that's, like, kind of helps me listen and stay tuned in So when I repeat it back. <laughs> no. So why do you think you zone out when you're talking to people? I honestly sometimes, no, sometimes I really just don't know. Like, it just happens. Maybe I, no, I really don't know. And I honestly feel bad when I do it to certain people. Like my best friend, Declan, he knows that I do it all the time and he's been able to catch when it's happening. And he's like, hey, Paige, you zoned out. You weren't even listening to me. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to repeat what I just said. And so like it just, it just happens sometimes, but like with certain people, it's where not with everyone. Go? I don't know. Maybe I just like, get so caught up in like my own thoughts or I literally will just like listen to the music and just like zone out and like just start vibing by myself. Interesting. I feel like my phone has a lot to do in it though. That's why I don't like being on my phone around people. Cause if you're talking to me while I'm on my phone, I'm probably why would not you be listening. talking? Why would you be on your phone while someone's talking to you? Listen bro, you are also guilty of this, so don't <laughs> Not really. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like someone's talking and I think that I can maybe like quickly respond to this text and then I zone into it and then I'm like, oh fuck, like I didn't listen to what they just said. So then sometimes I, like I'll just agree to like agree so they don't know that I wasn't listening. I think that's a pretty normal thing. If you give your attention, your focus to I someone know. that's not in front of you, you're obviously going to fuck. I think, I know. why do, do we do this? I don't know. I'll tell you right now, I don't do that shit. If you're saying I did it, it's because you were doing it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm definitely one to start that shit. Uh-huh. Um, okay, coming full circle with it then all. You're in a situationship. Obviously, I mentioned mm -hmm. to you earlier that, you know, my girlfriend's a little uncomfortable with the fact that yeah. know, we had a situationship once upon a time, tried seeing mm -hmm. one another. Um, guy that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Does that weird him or him at all? <clears throat> well, I... Here's the thing is that with him, I feel like it's a little bit more similar to you in a way, only to the fact that he has a lot of female friends mm -hmm. and that doesn't bother me <clears throat> one bit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not really, I don't know. Like I'm very comfortable with myself and I do trust him yeah. where if anything were to happen, I feel like he would have told me or like communicated with me yeah. about if there's anything that I need to be worried about. But even like with you, you have a lot of female friends. True. And you are always very honest and open with pretty much like everyone that you would tell me about or whatever. Yeah. And that's just kind of like the same vibes that I get from, from him, which is mm -hmm. totally fine. And I even told him, I was like, well, I have lots of male friends as well, yeah. but I haven't really <clears throat> told him, I guess, really like so much about you, mm -hmm. but it also just hasn't like really come up well, that's fair. In the you same know? sense, like, I've explained that, um, you know, we briefly had a thing once upon a time. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of just drifted more towards, like, the platonic thing. Yeah. And then you're seeing someone and, you know, the, until I ended up in this relationship, yeah. I was kind of living my life, yeah. casually dating here and there. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. Well, because he has told me of... But it's always been like people that I meet in the moment. He's like, hey, like, just so you know, like, I did used to sleep with this person, but we are strictly just friends. Mm -hmm. But it was always like when those people were around or I had a chance to meet them yeah. kind of thing. 
Um, well, I think it'd be kind of weird if anyone in a relationship went through like some kind of ledger or a memory toy. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm sure you've slept with a lot yeah. of your friends. Like, I get it, but like, yeah, he he definitely communicated that stuff with me, and mm-hmm. quite a few of my friends, we are still kind of in contact that I have slept with briefly, but it's not yeah. like we actually hang out. Yeah. Whereas you and I like still kind of do here and there. Yeah. But blue moon what every other week or something. Yeah, if I'm much. around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, you know, uh, guy you're seeing. Kind of the same thing in a sense where once upon a time, I have a lot of female friends. Well, one, mm-hmm. I think most of these <coughs> are kind of fucked, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I was younger, like four or five years ago, I was kind of a slut. Yeah. And, you know, there still was genuine, like, friendships and relationships there. Yeah. Maybe at one point, like, the fluidity of the relationship adjusted or changed to the point where like oh yeah we had a one-off slept together or it happened a couple times and then my situation changed maybe you know whatever happened i wasn't in a place or i didn't want to see them for a while and that was mutually fine and respected or maybe i was seeing someone more it doesn't mean that i'm gonna like write the person off or like throw them out of my life because they've never done me wrong yeah well it's also like things happen everyone has their own lives and if you guys tend to drift apart i mean yeah exactly that you know it just it just happens you're living your life they're living theirs if you guys kind of like lose some communication and stuff like that that's fine but it's like if it's meant to be so to speak it's like you'll find a way back to each other or you'll like reconnect down the road at some point you know Mm -hmm. and those are actually my some of my favorite friendships where you've lost contact and then you come back and you pick up right yeah. where you left off. Well, that's how you know it's a real friend where it's like they were never gone. And you're like, okay, exactly. what's new? How's it going? Which is kind of like how I felt like with you when we've hung out. It's like we haven't spoken to like however long and then yeah. once we hang out, it's like, yo, what's up, bitch? Quite literally, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get roasted by Paige for like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. There's a... And die in Diablo. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Don't worry, I'll carry the team. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that, you giant fucking nerd. Sadly, it's true, though. It's like, she's not joking. What? I, I'm just like, I'm being honest here. It's like, you, you do. You do carry the weight. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, let's just put a dent in, um, like, ses- sexism for once and for all. Um, Paige, she's the breadwinner in this video game, for sure. Absolutely, I am. 110%. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to touch on that like a little bit because I mean, in my last podcast episode, mm-hmm. it was briefly touched on, yeah. and I think this is a perfectly good example. Just because like we're literally like the walking, <clears throat> talking proof. Yeah. Of it. Um, well, it's like we also just like respect each other so much, where it's like we even both agreed, where it's like this is a friendship that we don't want to ruin, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even interest us either. Yeah. Like, if it were to ever happen, I honestly don't even really ever seeing us sleeping together ever again. Because I, I you are such a good friend of mine now, yeah. where, like, I wouldn't even want to risk that friendship. 100%. You know, like, sure, yes, we have slept together in the past, but also that is the past. I agree. Kind of in the same sense where you talked about, you know, your relationship earlier, where, like, you just focus on, like, the here and now. Mm-hmm. And I think where that's where a lot of people get that twisted. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, and in the same sense... Like, if you caught younger me, maybe, when I had recently had my trust broken, or yeah. I was a little jaded or upset, you know, my partner was doing this or that, maybe I would have been like, 
something going on here, something weird. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. End of the day, and where I'm at now in my life, and where I'll always be, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be in a relationship with someone that doesn't trust me. Yeah. Now, granted, I can empathize and sympathize 100%. with the fact but that there's a little a bit degree, of yeah, you know? a little bit of uncomfortability. But like, so long as that isn't causing strife or issue within our relationship, yeah. perfect. That's great. Yeah, and like even what's helped me so much is like being in the service industry. It's like. Yeah, like, I talk to a lot of men every single day. I am going to, be like, get hit on pretty much every day. And, like, so are the people that I'm seeing if they are also in the industry. Yeah. So it was kind of like a blessing in disguise to help me kind of realize that just be that's just work. You're not actually interested in those people. You're just yeah. doing what you can do to make your money. 100%. Sorry, but, like, that's no, how the true. service is world is, is, you know? Yeah, completely. And so, like with Sean and I working together and I see him having fun with like really, really pretty females or whatever that yeah. I, I would probably think are way better looking than I am. It's not like I'm actually insecure about it. I'm like, he's doing his job yeah. and I am also doing my job. Like when I wear the clothes that I want that flaunt certain body parts that I want to flaunt, <laughs> Get that bag, you know, yeah. exactly. Give yeah. me that money, honey. Yeah. So it's, it is what it is. And it's definitely helped you to like, Put it into perspective. I get it. I think that's probably why I can, I mean, <clears throat> I've worked in the service industry, but because of the fact that I was a slut once upon a time, yeah. like sex and like the entirety of relationship otherwise, mm -hmm. although, you know, in that moment at that time, they're interconnected, they can be separate entities for me. Yeah. Like you said, like that was a brief moment that we had in our past that's neither here nor there now it's the past and like we can just appreciate the friendship and the connection that is there exactly. after the fact and the fact that we experienced what we did and went through what we went through i feel like it's just like helped make our friendship stronger a little bit because we got all of that like not negativity but i guess there was technically some negativity in our oh, relationship we, when we, we had we triggered it. our issues along uh -huh. the whole way yeah but I just, it really helped us to like understand one each other, like one another that much more. Yeah. And yeah, I just felt like it was creating a better friendship than it was a like an actual relationship. I agree. Well, yeah. it was, <laughs> honestly, I think I told you that the whole time I was like, well, not the whole time, halfway through, I was like, this is like triggering all of my shit and I'm aware of it and I'm curious to see what the fuck comes of it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, in the end, I was really fucking proud of both of us because I yeah. thought it was handled in a very healthy, mature manner. And I was like, Fuck. Honestly, one of the best breakups I think I've ever had. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look at I'm us like, go. Wow. <laughs> so mature. We're adults uh, now. I agree. That's, <laughs> I'm, yeah, that was a big stride for me, honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, you even noticed it when we had the conversation at the end. I was kind of an awkward bitch about it. Once we get talking, I'm fine, but I'm like, eh. Yeah, because you were always like, yeah, like, I'll tell you when something's on my mind. And then clearly, like, you did not want to bring up the conversation <laughs> at the fuck all. And I was like, oh, yeah, big talker now, aren't you? I got that. So then I, I'm pretty sure I'm the one who brought it up. It, you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's what it's like the big thing where so many people are like you can't do that or that's fucked and as a person that, i mean it does depend on the situation absolutely just to and give and each person because i feel like we true. like if you stay friends with someone and you know their intent aren't like their intentions are to 
possibly try and sleep with you again down the road. Yeah. That's not really a true friend, I feel like, no. in my opinion. I've already cut some people. Like, if they're, like, purposely being your friend because they want to have sex with you again down the road or, like, see it as an opportunity yeah, and also don't respect your relationship, <laughs> like, that's not okay. No. And if you choose to stay friends with that person, that's also on you and that shows your character. 100%. I'm just even, you know, getting into this relationship. Um, like, I was single for... You know, months, and got a little flirting here, there, the odd little date. Um, I had people that I removed from my social circle just because it was only ever like kind of a flirtation. Yeah, and, like that has no place. We like there wasn't a genuine connection or friendship. We didn't yeah. really know one another. I was like, there's absolutely zero reason why this has a place in my life now because yeah. I'm in a relationship. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm and you're just like you're also not benefiting. Like you want to keep those friendships that like are a little bit more challenging or that like give you another perspective mm. which is why i feel like our friendship worked out so great yeah i call everyone on their shit and you're like fuck you dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally what i say to anyone i know <laughs> yeah so i don't know that's why i appreciate it yeah and like even when we started dating like i feel like I, well, I even told you, like, I was not in a good spot to date. Mm -hmm. But even still, like, because I was so comfortable with you, I was like, I want to see where this goes. Because yeah. clearly, there's something here, but, like, what is it? Yeah. Is it a relationship? Is it a friendship? Yeah, or, I was like, just, what like, defining it? what that was. Yeah, like, even yeah. telling my mom or even Kristen, I was like, yeah, like, I want to keep Bo as a friend. And they're like, why would you keep your ex as a friend? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, he's completely pretty much completely different than how I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like a nice balance. And it was just so much easier to talk with you about certain things than it was with other people. Yeah. And it's just like, it was just, you know, someone that I just wanted to keep around in my life because I just valued you as who you were or are. Appreciate as that. As a person. And likewise, goes both ways. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, just like you said, I, that's why I maintain some relationships. Even if like, you know, that platonic barrier was crossed once upon a time. It's mm -hmm. because, like, like we said, it was never just about the sex. Like, there's more to it than that. It's like, sure, maybe at one point in time it was like, oh, like, what's there? And then it was yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe not so much. It's like, it yeah. is what it is. And that doesn't change the relationship or fuck anything up per se. I mean, for some people it does. Yeah. Um, but if both people can, like go forward but it's like i like i know we did tend to have like that whole like situation ship type thing after we broke up mm -hmm. where we did continue to sleep together yeah. but i felt like we also still kept like very good communication where it's like hey like i am also doing this or like i don't want to be in a like we didn't yeah, ever say was, that we don't want to be in was, a relationship it but it was like the entire time yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and it was just like i am seeing other people yeah. just so you know because i feel like we both kind of knew that it wasn't going to work out but i felt like we continued to do it because we were so comfortable together where it was like hey i would agree but oh wow we spoke to this earlier <laughs> ted bunny dog body yeah. so. <laughs> literally right now yes yeah. as she stares and cries once upon a time down the road that's horrible verbiage but anyways if i'm like where's Paige? you know she's wearing your skin you're gone she ate you probably Tacked you actually would she eat me i don't know yes you think so no. i think Absolutely she would just not. lay next to my dead body and, and then wear your skin cry 
Okay. Yes, and probably wear my skin. I could see her wearing my skin. Probably. I don't see her eating me, but I see her wearing my skin. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. With all my shitty tattoos. <laughs> you have nice tattoos. Okay, let's... Oh! Why? Sorry, I said Why the self-deprecation? No, okay, sorry. I realized that I haven't told you this story yet. Okay. So I... Well, like, what else is new? I got a really good compliment at work. Okay. <laughs> about my service. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. And so... Um, why, why do you have to be, like, sarcastic worried about that? You did a good Cause, job. Because I've gotten a lot so far. And it's just really nice, good. but it's also like, now I'm getting kind of cocky yeah, about it. <laughs> not really. You did a good job. You got a compliment. Why downplay it? Bitch, you right. You yeah. fucking right. Oh, but um, no, so my managers have a group chat and they were texting about it. And of course, they're all roasting me too. Yeah. So Brendan, my AGM, says, hey, just as a heads up, like I got like another really like raving review about Paige this week. And then like, I think a couple of my managers were like, ew, who would compliment Paige? Or like, who would want Paige as their server? Just like as jokes, because mm -hmm. we're all homies, right? And then my GM, Sam, he was like showing me the text messages. And what did he say? And he's like, they probably just want to wear her skin. And then I was like, then I said to him, I was like, who would want to wear my skin? I'm like, I'm disgusting. And then he was like, yeah, and you got shitty tattoos. And I just, we both bursted out laughing. So now it's like just a joke between us. Okay. But. Do you not see how fucked that is though? It's, no. It's, it's completely no, fucked. No, that's okay. my sense of humor though, to oh, no, be no, no, fair. No. Don't get me wrong. The intention and like, sure. It's can totally love one another. It's how a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. But that's fucking ass. But it's not how I actually think of I myself. know, and it's... But guess what? When you say this shit, that's all your subconscious <clears throat> hears. It doesn't know the difference. Your subconscious doesn't go, it's I'm okay, girl. I'm saying it because at least joking. I can laugh at myself. Why? Humility and being able to laugh at yourself is not the same as self-deprecation. I mean, like, I guess, but even still, I don't know. I just... If I think it's funny, I'm like, obviously this dude's going to fucking find it hilarious. And it's just, sometimes this is when like maybe you should like think before you speak comes in because I feel yeah. like I don't really tend to do that sometimes. We all have our moments. But I don't know. It was just funny. So now, even before I got my tattoo done yeah. that's on currently, it's like, going to get more <laughs> shitty tattoos. And I get and it. Just, it we, like, we all have our own little like self-deprecating jokes here and there. Yeah. But like... Even in this podcast, if you listen to it after, like right at the start, and now, and even me just knowing you as an individual, you do it a fuck of a lot. And like I said, yeah, I fair. even called you out on it at one point, and I'm just doing it just because, like, literally, well, there's this whole thing. Have you ever seen this guy did this experiment on water way back in the day where he took, like, his microscope um, and he was looking at the genetic makeup of the water mm -hmm. and he would like swear at some water and he'd be like oh I love you to the other water oh no I've, I've seen stuff yeah. like that before yeah, okay. yeah and yeah, the, yeah. the chemistry of the water was like oh wow that's so beautiful and like what a crystalline nice pattern when he was like you're beautiful I love or you or maybe I do it to keep the balance so what my balance? ego doesn't get fucking massive I don't I don't think that would be a problem I don't know I've you noticed really there were times where it's like I get a little bit cocky and then my In ego gets sense? a bit big and then I just like see this side of myself that I don't In like and I'm like, I gotta like humble myself a little bit. It's just like mostly with stuff at work. Like what? I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to describe. So... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a way of me like making sure that I keep myself in like check. What happens if you bit. don't? Well, uh, what, are you, maybe, what are you scared is gonna happen? I feel happen? like I just kind of become a bitch. 
How? Because then I feel like my shit doesn't stink, so I can just do whatever the fuck I want, do whoever I want. Yeah, but that's not who you are. I know, but I feel like that, like, kind of, like, starts to peek out a little bit sometimes. I don't know why. How would it peek out? My behavior. How would it change? What what would your behavior be indicative? Like, what would indicate that you think your shit don't stink? I don't know. I've noticed it was like there was I think one time at work and I like I can't really describe it. It was just kind of like how I was carrying myself and how I was talking to certain people. And I was like, did I really just say that or like did I really just say it like that? Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of like retract and just be like, "Hey, like I didn't mean it like that. I am so sorry." Were they actually upset about it? They were kind of like the fuck and I was like, "Oof." Who? Customers or coworkers? Coworkers. Okay. I'm going to challenge that in the sense that I know you. You're a sweetheart and you care about people a lot. I do, yeah. You would never genuinely or intentionally throw shade or talk shit, but... No. And, like, even even with, like, talking about other people, like, when other people want to gossip, even still, I'm, like, very careful about what I say or what is being said. Exactly. And you're empathetic. So my point being this, that, like... Okay, if you're using some of your self-deprecating behavior and you're making a joke, like those kinds of things, and you make that joke to someone else, yeah. yes, I could see how a sensitive individual might take that as you being a bitch. But I guess like is- this is something that like you've clearly noticed and that now, well, like I have like noticed over time and yeah. that I guess like maybe people will notice is like also like my upbringing. To me, it's completely normal for me to do this. Mm-hmm. To you, obviously, it's not normal. Which is also why such a good friendship. So you can call me out of my shit. Because, like, to me, it's completely normal. Even, like, obviously, like, my mom doesn't really ever say stuff like that. But it was, like, mostly my dad. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's just, like, second nature to me. Yeah. You know? And I think that's brutal. Like, it's sad as fuck. I know. And I'm sorry you had to go through that. Sad as fuck life. No, I'm just kidding. You don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just had some shit you went through no, and we all exactly. do. exactly. Everybody goes through certain shit and I feel like I am honestly thankful when I like kind of start to think about it, like my upbringing, because it's like I've met people who maybe were raised in more of like an upper class family mm-hmm. where I'm like, you do not appreciate anything. Mm-hmm. You don't appreciate people or like a roof over your head. It's just, it kind of drives me a little bit crazy how just like well, selfish spoiling people can be. a person spoiling an animal spoiling any sentient yeah. being doesn't jive well because yeah. there's no appreciation because it yeah it's not like I didn't have anything it's just kind of like how my family behaved and treated one another mm-hmm. and just the fact that I was able to take my experience and not become that person and actually learn from it and want to be a better person I feel like so it's like, kind of been when you say that person, what do you mean? My father. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I took all of his experiences and all of his stories and just all of his actions mm-hmm. and took that as like a way for me not to be. This is someone that I never want to be. Yeah. You know? And it's, it is sad when you see people like follow into those same footsteps, but it's also kind of like... I've accepted it. I can't dwell on it all the yeah. time. Like, I still clearly have issues that I do need to deal with. We all do. But it's like, I also am at the point where it's like, I, as weird as it sounds, I appreciate 
all of the experiences that I've yeah. gone through. Which. Because I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through those experiences. And I am very proud of myself for the person that I have become and that I am becoming, you, be. you know? That was my only point, all <clears throat> of that, like, just with almost like limiting yourself a little bit because yeah. you're scared that you might be like that guy or a little like yeah. boisterous or like with an inflated ego. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't think that would just happen because like yeah. I said, like I know you and even just with what you said about like appreciating things and what you have in relationships mm -hmm. and people, you're not that person. Yeah. I'm kind of live by the theorem where I think everyone should gas themselves the fuck up. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm fucking amazing. You're fucking amazing. Like, the only time someone needs to get checked and they need to fuck off is when they're, like, start comparing people or they're condescending. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Yeah, because, like, I love to gas up my homies. I'm like, yes, bitch, I love being the hype woman mm -hmm. for all of my homies. And I guess, like, for a long time, I've definitely notice that I get it a lot more at home and away, which is probably one of the reasons why I am also a little bit happier, but it's yeah. also like, it's weird. It's a new experience for me because it's like, I haven't been hyped up this often and also in like so long, yeah. but also like this often in such a short period of time. Like I am so incredibly appreciated at my work. It's insane and it's nothing that I've ever experienced before. That's good. Happy so it's like, it. it's awesome, but it's also like, kind of it's unfamiliar yeah as well Same. yeah all in all uh i think it's beautiful that you know you've kind of had an evolution in a sense where you have your own space now and mm -hmm. you're thriving in that and kind of there's a beauty in being able to sit with yourself and have your own solitude and mm -hmm. figure out who you are when no one else is influencing your shit yeah oh 100 percent. like i have really noticed the well, I feel like everyone's noticed, like, the positive impact of me living alone has been. Because, like, I've lived at home, I've lived with roommates, and both that wasn't really for me. Like, not to say that I won't live with roommates again down the road, yeah. but, like, especially living with my mom. Love her so much, but, like, needed my own space. That's fair. For many different reasons, but... That's fair. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, just like I said, love Katie to death. I'm going to have like a really enjoyable time just walking mm -hmm. around naked all the time now, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. even <laughs> even like with your mental state, it's like here, I feel like if I'm not happy, I'm more in like a neutral zone, mm -hmm. which is just kind of like, you feel like you I'm have to check yourself or good. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm like, I'm in yeah. like a pretty decent mood. Like I can at least like, I know that the rest of my day is probably going to be great. Because every single day, like, if I'm not in, like, the best mood ever, like, super ecstatic and happy, I'm just, like, at a neutral state. Whereas, like, if I lived with other people, their negativity would rub off on me, like, so easily. Especially when you're in your home and you're in that, like, comfortable area oh, where that's your zone. Your like, that's not yeah. cool. Wow. And that's not really, like, no. The end all be all for just a simple fact of life. You can't ever escape your environment. Ever. Exactly. It's impossible. Yeah. You'll always be influenced by your environment. Yeah. So that is very important to mm -hmm. have, you know, like you said, the happy, positive, even though they bust your balls, work environment at work. Like, that's good. That's mm -hmm. And then to have your own space at home, perfect. Mm -hmm. She's thriving. I know. Thriving. She is. We love to see it. So. Damn right we do. All right, here we go. <laughs>
just so everyone knows, there was a quick bathroom break. We wrapped this episode up so beautifully. It was so perfect and eloquent. And then um, I wasn't recording because I'm really special sometimes. Yeah, very special. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> High level takeaway. Um, you can't escape your environment. Correct. Yep. It's always going to influence you. And yep. it's important, you know, who and what you surround yourself with, as mm -hmm. well as the things you say and the things that you think as well. I know we touched on, you know, having, you know, people in your life still that, you know, you might have crossed that platonic line with in the past. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't necessarily have to define the relationship and you don't have to toss away a genuine relationship just because that happened at some point. Exactly. And just like being aware when you are starting something new, mm -hmm. Like, everybody's gone through shit and everyone has had those bad experiences with another person. For sure. But you take that as a lesson. You don't just expect that every person is going to treat you that way. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you take that as a learning lesson and ways to maybe hopefully avoid it, but also to, like, catch those red flags, so to speak, when they pop up. 100%. But don't make it up in your head. Yeah. Which is also why I'm so happy that I'm just taking it day by day. Good, with that's this how it's supposed man's. to be. Well, even right now, I'm. This is very intriguing just because of the timeline. I think it was um, start of April where we first had contact. And then, you know, cut to a month later, she's been out to visit. And oh, we've decided that after a lot and a lot of conversation and a week together, it was like, oh, fuck. Time to move across the country. I know. Wild. Wild. Yeah. Fully support, but wild. Yeah. I don't know. I think because I've been asked by a few people, mm -hmm. like, is that not fast? And I'm like, but I, mean, I, I like, can't say it's it just, not fast. Like, if it works, then it works, okay. you know? And it's a new experience that you want to try out as well. Like, you want to go for it. You see something and you're like, this is worth a shot. Like, let's, let's fucking Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. Just sucks that you have to make all new friends, you fucking loser. <laughs> that's, that's a really good way to I end kid, the podcast, for sure, though. Honestly, I, I mentioned that when we were outside earlier. Um, yeah. I don't even, I, I will make friends, but I'm going to be real slow about it. I'm in no rush. 100%. I'm going to be really happy. Well, because even here, like, I think I feel like I am one of the most recent new friends that you've made. I keep my or circle like relatively friends. small. Yeah. 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 You don't really venture out a whole lot. We get it, Paige. I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> Thanks for beating that in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I feel like I'm definitely both, though. What? Like, I'm an introvert and an extrovert. Uh, yes. And I feel like you're just mostly. Okay. <laughs> to everyone listening, I'm completely socially inept. Um, this is an ad for friends because obviously <laughs> I'm incapable Please of Please help my them. homie out. He yeah. needs some homies once he moves. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking out for my Thanks boy. For I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, dude. Um. <laughs> oh God. Honestly, Bob, that could away. be like the perfect, so I'm going to definitely end it with that. So the point of this podcast and why I wanted to make it was to be real and raw and authentic with people. I'm someone that's always trying to understand why I do the things that I do. 
And I also enjoy understanding why other people do the things that they do. Fascinates me a lot, it always has. And I think it's very useful in terms of my self-development and growth and how I perceive the world around me. That being said, you know, obviously, as mentioned prior, my girlfriend wasn't the most comfortable with the fact that, you know, I was recording this podcast with my friend that I once upon a time had been seeing. And as mentioned, that's totally understandable. She let me do this because of who I am as an individual. It was part of my learning experience. And it really made me think about why, you know, I want to maintain this friendship. And I spoke to that in the podcast. And that's all completely credible, honest. That's, it is what it is. Um, But my partner was challenging me. And her challenging me really made me dig it made me become very hyper aware of you know how I felt about things, maybe how Paige felt about things during the recording of that episode that we just listened to. Um, and this was something that I realized after the fact upon reflecting on all of this. Um, I think everyone, no matter who you are, you know we all were here, we're living this human experience because we're here to feel things. We're, who, we're here to remember who and what we are. My personal belief, uh, go down that spiritual hole a little bit, you, your spiritual being, who and what you are in your entirety, you decide what this life looks like for yourself. You pick when you're born, you pick who your parents are, you pick the general theme of your life and who and what you are in this human body. So, that being said, you're going to run into things, obstacles, challenges, general themes over and over again that, you know, they serve as opportunities and lessons for you to remember what you are, what you are being love of source of all creation, because we all are one with the universe. So that being said, with the world that we live in right now with the conditioning that's present with all of the programming with all of the bullshit we so often forget who and what we are which is love and these almighty beings that truly are interconnected with everything you know we get caught up with Oh, you know, I'm a little fat and I'm not making this much money at work and I got a flat tire and you just get caught in this human experience. So, when you have relationships where you feel seen and understood, that's what we're all after. To feel seen and acknowledged for who you are, for who you know yourself to be in this life, that's beautiful. And I would say that's rare and I would say that doesn't happen too often. And you appreciate and you cherish the people that make you feel seen and understood because that's a beautiful feeling. Everyone, I'd go as far as saying everyone seeks that out. So trailing back 
going full circle here with everything with my conditioning with my upbringing I didn't feel seen or understood and in a lot of my relationships in varying degrees I still don't that translated to some very ugly romantic relationships wherein you know I was I was attached to a person I wanted them in my life for you know typically to satiate a void um, a lack of self a lot of lack of self-love you know I just wanted to feel loved and appreciated and seen and understood <laughs> and you know I could say that I dated two narcissists I won't go that far one for sure and they fed me everything that I wanted to hear and to feel and because I'm such a transparent individual you know they fine-tuned the persona and the mask that they wore around me to just feed me what I needed because I lacked that you know I, I couldn't see that I had that within myself at the time so they gave me what I perceived as love when in reality it was just like furthering the attached bond that we had with one another and before I go any further I just want to say, you know, there's, there's two parts in any relationship. It takes two to tango. The reason why that relationship with the narcissist, you know, went on for a year and a half. And honestly, it was one of the biggest opportunities that I had to realize that I have everything I need within myself. You know, they eroded me broke me down to literally nothing I didn't want to exist I wanted to die I didn't know who I was anymore for a while it was fucked because you know that's the state of the relationship that was you know the state of my own awareness at the time when I got into it and as I moved through that so you know as I've healed and as I've grown I'm becoming more and more aware of my own internal state, of who and what I am, you know, what's authentic, healthy, and true to myself. And with that, also getting an awareness of other people and why they do the things that they do. So with that knowledge and with that awareness, you know, I, I can truly live this life where I can just exist and interact with people, male or female. It doesn't matter what they might have been in the past. It simply matters what they are right now, here and now, in the present moment. And if there's any takeaway from this entire episode, it's you know, kind of like I stated at the beginning. Your life this life right now it is yours to do whatever you want with you want to fucking marry seven people have some weird sister wife shit some big love circle power to you get into it and I fucking support it but you know make sure it's authentic to you and who and what you are take the time and put in the effort to understand why you're doing the things that you're doing. And then from there, 
you know, you can live an authentic and genuine life because you're aware of who and what you are. And with that awareness, you'll better understand those around you. And with that, you'll be able to have much deeper, richer connections. You know, you can truly feel everything. And that's what we're here to do. So, <laughs> that's the episode. Um, yeah, kind of really went full circle and understood, you know, why I might have that interest to maintain a friendship with an ex that didn't do me wrong, that never had anything but good intention. You know, they taught me something. I'll always appreciate and cherish them for, you know, sharing that moment with me, for teaching me things, for sharing themselves with me. And I think that's beautiful. And I think it's beautiful that, you know, I can move forward with my life now and that I don't have to cut that off or pretend like it wasn't real or ax it out simply because my partner's not okay with it. So, there it is.